Those of you that know me well know that I tread this very fine line between self-destruction and self-elevation. There isn't any middle ground. And I wanted to talk about that today. I've made a few podcasts and they've been quite angry. Well, they've been in the range of being angry and being elevated equally and I chose not to post them now because I think that probably this is more important as an interjection and it's about what I see on face value when I look in a mirror. I see my own eyes reflecting an existence that is so full of pain And at the same time as seeing that, I can trace my fingers across scars on my body, which are a lifetime of hatred etched into my skin. And I try to forget the ways in which I've lost myself along the way. Years of profound suicide attempts. Not, I wouldn't say I was depressed, ever. And... Again, people that know me know that I hold life as the most sacred thing. (laughs) But sometimes, not as often now, but I fall so deep, I I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to crawl back. And that's when it becomes profoundly frightening. You know, I wear wounds... I don't think are really mine to carry truths that have have been unexpressed, that have found their way onto my skin. My feelings, they are still buried and they're buried so deep that they're poisoning me. And the truth of my own self-harm is disguised, it's disguised hatred, volatile, volatile, engagements, relations, experiences, a pain that once it's broken the surface of my skin, it quickly dissipates in the slice of a razor and I get up and carry on and everything's good again. The words sliced into my soul and it's, I guess it's like a physical release I couldn't stop the hatred and the pain and the anger from swirling around in my mind and it alters my emotions and my own belief system and those words they nudge me down this really dark path one where I most often feel left without any value at all and when I'm there I can no longer see myself clearly you know as this hatred and this pain cloaks me and it it hides that light that's in my soul that I know is there. And although the pain of all of this is pertinent, my self-hatred almost took my life. It still does almost take my life. In fact, it takes quite a lot of my life. 
Another may have placed the knife at my feet, but I took it and I ran with it, and I run with it every day. And I allow this affliction and hatred and pain and misunderstanding of others to infiltrate my heart and my soul. And they change, they change fundamentally me, the self, that person that I actually really am. My mission has become one of self-destruction, tearing both my character and my body apart equally. And right now, I am teetering on the edge of a line between self-hatred, self-love, and attempting to enter this fucking abyss whereby my heart and my soul can finally start to heal, where I can give myself the opportunity to enter into the fullness of who I actually am. I must, I know, be willing to reclaim those parts of myself that were slandered in the process, not only by others, but by myself. While self-harm is painful, self-love hurts even more. And what I found is that it shines a light on all of the ways that I was inadequately loved or valued in the past. And it rubs salt into the wounds, the wounds of my identity, and an identity that's fractured and really hurting. It reminds me of what I could have been. It reminds me of a potential I was so ready to give up due to the words of other people. And I think that it's time for me to begin speaking the truth so that I can pull this poison from my blood and my bones. No longer can it be woven within the fabric of who I am, creating this disillusionment and destruction, so much destruction in its wake. I am willing to vouch for myself and perhaps I am worth more than I believed or than I've believed for the last 45 years. Perhaps I can find that loving place within my heart that I long ago abandoned. But right now, I don't, I don't see that. I can't find it. I think that I've begin, I've begun this process of finding it and then it is snatched away from me in an oppositional instant. And I know that I have to allow this fragile self to see the light of day first on these pages and then within those I care about the most. And I know that I will weave a new story into the foundation of my life. I know that that will happen. One of a survivor who had the courage to heal and put down the razor. And when I can finally believe that I'm worthy of all of this, of all that life has to offer, of all those tiny moments where I see it so clearly, regardless of who I have been and what I have done. Releasing the razor is an act of courage, as is releasing the alcohol and the self-sabotage, those things that keep me in check, those things that help me get up at five o'clock the next morning and carry on with my job and my family and my friends. Although I still have these days, 
such as this day that are painful and, and some of them are more painful than others, I do have hope and I believe that I will be able to start each day new. Maybe not today, but definitely tomorrow. Attempting to live from a place of love rather than hate for myself. And with the absence of the razor, the sharp edges, the alcohol, the self-sabotage, comes a really important admission. I was not to blame for all of this shit that I suffer. Other people's self-hatred had nothing to do with me. And I no longer need to carry this burden. And I am releasing it to its rightful owner today.